Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 309. Today is Monday, September 25th, 2023. I hope you guys had a great weekend. We celebrated the first day of fall on Saturday. Fall, as many of you know, I think is the best. I like summer. I like, you know, most of the seasons. But fall really is the best, and we've officially entered into my favorite time of year, which is just this last portion of the year. There's just so many awesome things, so many cozy, fun things to do. Love it. Um, you know, so let me know what your guys' favorite fall traditions are. We always go to this place called Bauman Farms here in town, um, and it's got, you know, all kinds of fall things. You can get pumpkins. I love pumpkin seeds. I love roasting pumpkin seeds. It's super, super good. And they're very good for you. So love those. Uh, and they also have really good apple cider donuts. So I get a bag of hot, fresh apple cider donuts. And I sit there and munch on them as I peruse uh, the various fall activities at Bauman Farms. So some of you probably are well aware of Bauman Farms as well. Um, but super, super fun. Really looking forward to this time of year. So um, I hope you guys had a great weekend. I did. Got a lot done project-wise. Uh, got a lot of sleep too. So that's good. We like that. If you guys are listening on Spotify, make sure to follow the Elijah Fire podcast there. That'll really help us out. Also, just a reminder over the weekend, kind of unintentionally to kick off fall, um, we released our second teaching series that we did back in the day last year with Kelsey living from the spirit. All four episodes are available wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Um, and we're going to try and do those every two weeks. Uh, so, uh, you guys have plenty of time to listen to those four amazing episodes. Great introductory, uh, not just introductory, but especially if you're kind of new to hearing God, um, great, great series, very, uh, informative, but also Holy spirit packed. So I think you guys will get a lot out of that. So make sure to listen to that. Also, anytime you guys donate to ElijahStreams.com slash donate, all proceeds go to, well, some of most, see, I, I said, I wanted to stop saying that because I was like all proceeds, but then we take a portion. Uh, as you guys know, it keeps your donations, keep this ministry afloat, Elijah Streams, Elijah Fire, all of that. Uh, and we really appreciate that. That makes sure that we can keep doing all of this, but then we also take money and we funnel into the amazing water well efforts that we've done are doing overseas in uganda ethiopia and beyond so we're going to play a quick video and then we're going to get going we are celebrating why because thousands of people cannot access clean water and thousands have given their lives to jesus because of the clean water wells that have been drilled you are truly saving lives you have no idea the peace of mind that you have brought to the mothers in these villages. Now, their young daughters don't have to travel alone for miles and miles to collect water. Instead, they can focus on school and family. Everyone is rejoicing and giving thanks. May God bless you all. Come with me as we go visit one of the mothers that you have impacted. Hello. Hey, I'm here with Pegson's family. Pegson is a mother of eight and she lives with some of her grandchildren. Before the new water wells were drilled in this community, they would walk two hours to the old water source to 
collect water. It was very hard for them. But now everything has changed because they now have a new water source because of you. The water source is just two minutes away from their home. Stories have changed. Thank you for being a blessing. May God bless you. We would like to say thank you. You have impacted so many lives by donating towards the drilling of water wells. But there are still people without access to clean water. Donate today at elijahsdreams.com slash donate. All right, so my guest today, most of you guys know who he is. Some of you don't. Um, he's an apostle, so he uh, excels in all avenues of the fivefold ministry to some capacity, prophecy, evangelism, pastoral care, teaching as well. And today he's going to be teaching all about dreams. And you guys love that topic. I love that topic. Uh, it's an area I've grown a lot in, in terms of interpreting dreams, most of them being my own dreams pertaining to myself. So we're going to be talking all about prophetic dreams, warning dreams, all that good stuff. And he actually just released a new book called The Supernatural Dimensions of Dreams. We're going to be talking about that. So without any further ado, let's give it up for my guest today, founder of Freedom for the Nations, DeMonte Edmonds. DeMonte, Hello. Hey, Jeff, good to be back with you in Elijah Fire. Yeah, absolutely. How you been, man? It's been uh, it's been a hot minute since you've been on. You've been pretty busy. Yeah, been very busy, you know, working the works of the gospel and what God has called us to do and seeing exciting, uh, miraculous things happen. Excited about what God is doing in the earth. Awesome. Awesome. OK, so we can talk about your book. I, I want to make sure we hit it at the end. But you obviously just released a new book. Um, all that dreams. Was there any significance? Do you feel, was it just that, it, okay, it's time to release this book or do you feel like maybe this is a very timely release in terms of there's a lot more people having God dreams? I mean, I just, I'm curious what your insights are into that. Well, number one, I've, I've written a few books and I asked the Lord what to write on next. I have a few topics that I wanted to write on and the Lord actually gave me part of the title. So when he spoke the title to me, I knew that he wanted me to write it in this season. And then secondly, uh, these last few months, I've been really seeing and sensing an increase of prophetic activity, an increase of world activity, and just an acceleration of how things have been happening. And so since the pandemic, uh, there's been so many shifts with AI, with uh, you know laws and just things in this country and around wow. the world that I believe that we have to be on top of our dreams that we receive from God so that we don't miss communications at a personal level a community level, a church level, and a world level. Mm, so good. So what's your uh, what's your history with dreams, DeMonte? I mean, have you always been a dreamer? Obviously, you've grown in the Lord since you were young, a young, a young guy, obviously. But have you always been a dreamer? I, was it was dream interpretation something that came more naturally to you in terms of giftings? I'm curious. Okay, so you're saying I'm not a young guy anymore. At first, I, I mean, you're not as young as you were when you were like 15, all right? I'm not saying okay. you're old. You're not <laughs> so that much older than me. So <laughs> I used to have hair like yours. But yeah. so, <laughs> so I've always been a dreamer. As far as I can remember, going back to four years old, five years old, dreams were always a part of my life. Awesome. I was very surprised when I found out that there were some people that didn't dream or rarely dream. You know, it was surprising for me because God always gave me dreams. Now, as far as being able to interpret I think it got stronger over time, but I feel like God naturally gifted me on interpretation. I know people that have read many, many books on interpretation and on symbolism, 
And God never had me really to do that. It was more um, as the prophetic increased on my life and as the voice of the Holy Spirit increased in my life, I just have this natural knack for dreams. Now, mm -hmm. I can say this. Some people like to verbally tell me their dreams. I can interpret that way. But I get really, really good if they email the dreams to me. Interesting. Sometimes when I start to read the email, I'm only one third of the way through and I already have the interpretation. Wow. Before I even finish the dream. And so um, it just all depends. But I feel like God naturally gifted me with dreams and with the gift or grace of interpretation. Mm, yeah, I know um, Andrew Whalen, I don't know if you know who he is. We've had him on the show several times. He's the same way as you, where he said that he does better when people write him their dreams. Yeah. Uh, same, same thing. I haven't done it enough to know the difference for me. I, nope. but I will say as people are telling me their dreams, often I will see important details. Um, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put myself on the same level as you or as Andrew Whalen though. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, you, you never know until you do it. I mean, yeah. it's more from the Holy spirit. And, you know, I don't yeah. take any special place or credit or title for being the best dream interpreter. I'm sure there's many, many others that are better. Uh, but we're just trying to bless people and help people to get yeah. on, you know, what God is saying. Uh -huh. So yeah. I think you can get there really quickly. Amen. I received that. Okay, yeah. so let's, let's jump into this. Obviously, not, would you say not every dream is from the Lord? Would you say every dream in some fashion is from the Lord? I mean, just as a foundational level as we kind of enter into this. So even for the most mature, senior, prophetic, super duper spiritual Holy Ghost person, I would say that most dreams or many dreams are not from the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, dreaming is a natural activity. It's part of that deep uh, space and sleep that takes place. And then as well, sometimes natural stimuli can affect the dream. I'm gonna give you an example. I remember the first time I was asleep on my couch and I started just thinking about Burger King and dreaming about Burger King. And I woke up and guess what was on TV? A Burger King. Yeah. yeah. And it was amazing that even though the commercial was still happening, the man was so lightning fast that it could dream the dream about what you were hearing in the external dimension or around you while you were sleeping. It wasn't like the commercial had went off. The commercial was still active and I was literally in the dream as the commercial was taking place. And that's happened several times. Wow. Sometimes uh, the external stimuli, the external things that's around us can affect our dream life. And they're not necessarily dreams from God. They're dreams from what's taking place. Uh, there's a scripture. And Job that talks about the business, uh, Ecclesiastic, excuse me, that talks about the busy, busyness of life, how a multitude of dreams can come from just being busy. You know, let's say you talk to three people and they're talking about the football game. When you go to sleep at night, what's on your mind? The football game. And so your mind uses dreams as well to process and store information. And the dreams act as if a filter to put stuff into your memory banks. We have short-term and long-term memory. And so one of the things that I like to do, and then I'll turn it back over to you. Yeah. Before you go to sleep, is to take some time quietly just to think through your day, just to quiet your mind, and then go into your sleep space that type of way. Because if you don't, a lot of times, you're gonna get everything filtered over from the day, and probably that's gonna clog some of the stuff that God may want, want you to uh, receive from him. Mm. And so we need 15, 20 minutes before we go to sleep, whether it's a notepad, whether it's just quieting your mind and laying there 
or, or, or however you want to do it, is just getting some of that clutter out of your mind and quieting your mind, stealing your mind, so that what you do get is more likely to come from God than from what you saw on television. Yeah, or, that's good. Yeah. yeah, that's something that I've been noticing. I I would like to get better at it. I've gone through seasons where I've been really, really diligent with doing what you're saying. Um, but I find that, uh, especially the past couple of nights, I've read before going to bed and I was just reading a book. It wasn't like a Christian book or anything. Um, and not that there was anything demonic uh, that happened, but it just, I could, my, my dreams were very clearly processing dreams because of the information that I was reading in the book. And then it was like, uh, and so, uh, I think one thing I've noticed DeMonte is especially within the prophetic prophetic communities. Um, I think because look, it's awesome to get a God dream. Like it, it, it is, especially if it's not like a warning dream for yourself. Like it's just cool. Cause it's like, they're like these fun things to decode with the Lord, right? They're these like puzzles almost sometimes yes. and like way things fit together and, and you can get a dream. And especially if you document your dreams, everybody, if you're dreamers, you should be writing your dreams down, but I digress, um, is seeing them play out later. Like, like what you got was insight into something, a future event. And it, that those aspects are really fun. Right. And I think that what I've noticed is sometimes people can look at that aspect and then they, in the same way that people are like, there's a devil behind every bush when they're trying to learn discernment, people can get the same way with dreams where like everything is, <laughs> everything is a God dream. Everything is a prophetic dream. And people will tell me their dreams. Sometimes I'm like, and they'll be like, this is what it means. I'm like, oh, and they no. get offended. They get offended oh. excited <laughs> that their dreams coming from God. Cause I've had people tell me these dreams. I'm like, I think that was the pizza that you ate. Yeah. And they get really kind of offended yeah. or <laughs> feel some, yeah. but that's, that's really true. Not every dream yeah. comes from God. Yeah. And then, you know, in dreams, even the ones that come from God, sometimes people will send me their dreams or tell me their dreams. And I'll tell them the interpretation, the meaning, the thoughts of it. And I have some people on our team, they're really good at it too. And for example, let's say as a dog chasing them, no, let's say a person's chasing them, person had on a blue shirt, blue jeans, this and that. And I tell them why the person's chasing them because of the streets, because of the other information. They say, well, why do you have on a blue shirt? I said, well, God had to put a shirt on them. God didn't want them to be naked. Uh -huh. so don't get caught up in the blue shirt. Yeah. Sometimes stuff just has to be, content has to be there. Right. Just like a movie. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it means something. Sometimes it doesn't. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, man, I, I think, and I would say that's my hope, my, my prayer uh, about this as I've been just thinking about it and praying about it, you know, over the weekend is that I really want people to have a good baseline of like, okay, when I get a dream, this is how I should posture myself with it. Not fill in all these assumptions we we fill in all of this we fill in all the gaps sometimes ourselves even our subconscious or our flesh is trying to make sense of something and then we you know end up you know god may have intended something else from a dream and we're like no this is an international dream and i'm gonna i'm gonna tell it to the world and i'm like i love your heart all right. I love that you want to hear God, but I think we need to slow down for a sec, you know? So anyways. That, no, that that's really, really good. And let me say, you just said something about an international dream. I will say this. Um, some dreams are invitation into intercession. And so let's say a person gets good. a dream about who's going to win the Super Bowl or who's going to win the elections or who's going to, I don't know, do this or that. 
sometimes it's an invitation to intercession more than to get up and prophesy come and on. proclaim it to the world. Yeah, come on. And so I've had those dreams about world events and 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 stuff taking place. And many of them, I never shared them, never published. Them. I felt like God just wanted me to pray. Um, and some, I wasn't even sure if they were from God because I was watching the news and the news was talking about those topics. And so if I've been really like watching the news on a topic, even if I get a dream or something, I normally don't share it because I like to be disconnected and distant from it in that's the good. natural. So when it comes, I know that it's coming from the Lord. And so mm -hmm. that's one of the things that I think we learn with experience and maturity. Yeah. Is, um, knowing what's for intercession, what's for consideration and what's to make public. Yeah. And I would even say for myself as an avid dreamer, I'm not sure. And obviously look, DeMonte, I, I, 10 years from now, because I do catalog my dreams 10 years from now, I could be going through and going, uh, that was an international dream. And I had no idea at the time, but, um, I don't know that I've had an international dream. I've had dreams about people for people. I've had dreams about for myself, definitely. Um, or things that are happening. God has spoken to me about events in my life that are going to happen. And then I, I will go through that event. I'll go actually go through That's that. Wow. So I've had those types of dreams. Absolutely. I don't know that I personally, even as an avid dreamer, have had an international level dream yet. Let's pray. Uh, You're going to yeah. get it. Okay. So Father, right now in mm. Jesus name, open up that grace to Jeff. Open it up. Let it be so detailed. Let it be so specific. Lord, that it would shock him, that it would bless him. And that it will actually open up a new dimension of prayer and intimacy with you, Father. Give them insight into the things in Israel and Palestine. Give them insight into things that are relevant and timely that the body of Christ mm. needs to hear. Loose it upon them, Father, in Jesus' mighty mm. name. Amen. <laughs> it will come quickly. Woo! Yeah. I just feel the fear of the Lord on it, too. You know, I'm just like, I just want to handle those things responsibly. I'm not, I'm like you, DeMonte, I'm not one that's quick to be like, I had a dream and let me tell you, like I actually will sit on a dream for a little while before I communicate it on a platform like this, just cause wow. I don't, I don't want to, I, I want to make sure that I'm, I've processed through it, that the Lord has pulled everything. And obviously if he's like, Hey, why don't you go talk to that person and have, you know, run it by them. I do, you know, it's not like I'm keeping it, but I just, I think the, the big lesson there, I think is just good stewardship because yes. God is speaking to us. He is. So, um, yeah, DeMonte, let's get into it. So say you have a God dream. How do you know it's a God dream? That's really good. So that is the first point. So before you even try to interpret a dream, make sure it's coming from God. Because yeah. if you're trying to interpret a dream, that's the pizza dream, that's the TV dream, you're wasting your time. And dreams come from three sources. Number one is self. That's what we already talked about, the TV, the food, you know, stress of life, what's taking place in the workplace. Number two is from the enemy. There are dreams that come from the enemy. And then number three are the dreams that come from God. Those dreams that come from God normally leave some type of impact upon you that's not negative. They're either positive, uplifting, revealing. And if there is a, and I don't wanna say this is negative, but you know, I've had many, many, many dreams about end time type of activity. Mm -hmm. Is not that it's negative, but there's a fear of the Lord that's in those dreams. And so it's not a fear that the, like when the enemy's trying to put fear on you, we have to discern the difference between the fear of the Lord and the fear from the enemy. 
The fear of the Lord draws us closer to the Lord, causes us to seek the Lord, causes us to press into his plans and purposes. The fear from the enemy causes us to draw back. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. And so one of the things I always look for is one, can I remember parts of the dream? Because the God dreams have a heavier anointing and you normally can remember them better than the dreams that just come from self. And then two, the impact that it had on my soul. You know, Nebuchadnezzar, when he had the dreams, he said that the dreams troubled him that he couldn't shake it. He couldn't let it go. He couldn't, you know, he was like, these dreams, just something was different about them than the dreams that I normally have. I just couldn't shake it. And that's why he he aroused all of the wise men and, and the people in, in the kingdom because he needed to know. He knew that God was saying something to him. And then as well, I look for content that's relevant to my life, relevant to my season, or relevant to my prayers. Content that's relevant to my life, to the season I'm in, or to what I've been praying about. Uh, because often the dreams are a response to our prayers and to where we are now and to where God's trying to get us. So have you ever had a dream where it didn't necessarily, I mean, obviously it was like, maybe it was a future event for you and, and what you're seeing doesn't quite line up with where you're currently at, but there was something in your spirit that said, pay attention to this. Yes. Yeah. I would say the same. I've had a couple. Yeah. I've had dreams where God showed me, you know, um, <laughs> financially able to do things. Yeah, and where I was at, it was not lining up. It did not look like that. <laughs> You're like, I have $20 in the bank account. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I needed that because, you know, hope deferred makes the soul sick. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we need a fresh promise yeah. to anchor our soul and let us know that it's going to change and things are going to be all right. And um, so I've even had dreams, you know, that I lost weight was more fit and more muscular. You know, I'm still waiting on that manifestation. Yeah. I went to the day. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to partner with the Lord for that. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that happens a lot that we get. Those dreams are really prophetic in nature. So I would say that not every dream that comes from God is necessarily a prophetic dream. Okay, that was my next question. I'm glad yes. you're on this. Yeah. The prophetic dreams to me really deal with more of a revealing either the mysteries of God, revealing the, the plans of God for the future, revealing or dealing with a predictive element. For instance, if you had a dream that the stock market was going to go down to this amount or this stock ticket was going to go to this number, that would be a really prophetic dream. Uh, so there is a segment of dreams from God that fall into that prophetic arena or God showing you what if God showed you that you were in Russia and you were in what, what is the Kremlin preaching the gospel you would say that's crazy but then you end up in Russia in the Kremlin proclaiming the gospel that would have been a prophetic dream because it's showing you something prophetically that is to come from the man and heart of God hmm. yeah well and I've had and this is when I really started to pay attention to my dreams because this happened a couple of times where I knew uh, I knew that I had had a dream about something because I'm in a place. Someone says a phrase and then it sparks for me and I'm looking at exactly a, a specific angle of something. And then I have a spark of going, I had a dream about this like 15 years ago. You have a flash. And, and so this is why it's so important to be a good steward of your dreams. And this is when I started to catch on to this 
because uh, I was like in my early 20s when I started realizing this was happening because it had happened a couple of times. And I was like, this is why it's so important to, to be a good steward of your dreams, because then you can go back and there might be other elements in there, especially if you, as you can be if you can be as detailed as possible when you write them down, then you can go back and you go, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And then this and this and this. So no, um, that, that's really, 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 really good. And many people have had that and they don't know how to put that in the cabinet. They don't know how to categorize that. I actually wrote an entire chapter in my new book concerning just what you talked about. Nice. Explaining why it takes place and what God is doing and how it is a very good sign that you're at the right place at the right time doing the right thing. Can I tell a quick story about that? Please, yeah. Okay, so several years ago, there was a church. We were always past the church. And the name stood out to me because the name of the church is the name of a big church somewhere else. And so I said, I'm going to go to that church one day just to visit. One morning I wake up, I tell my wife, I said, the Lord told me to go to that church. So we go to this church. We don't know the pastors. We don't know anybody in the church. It's a church about 75 people, 60 people. No, no, no. It wasn't that many people, about 40, even though they had a big building. And the pastor gets up after preaching. He had a really good message. And he says, I got some good news, but bad news. He said, this couple over here that's been our youth pastors, they have to leave because they're going to start their own ministry. Everybody starts crying, boohooing, hugging them. And then he said, well, our chief elders are their parents. They feel to support them. We're all on good terms, but they need to leave too. And then he said, one of our staff pastors who's in the military, he's getting reassigned. So every time they're announcing these people leaving on good terms, the church just starts crying and weeping. Then he says, we're about $40,000 in debt. And they're crying and weeping. We had to get it building up. And I'm saying, Lord, why did you tell me to come to this depressing service? This service is depressing. Like it's sad. I'm about to cry. And I had a flashback. I had a replay. I've been here before. I've been in this moment before. It wasn't until this one moment that he said one thing. And I said, I knew what happened next in the dream that I asked to meet with the pastors in the back office and prophesied to them. So I knew what to do. I started writing down the word of the Lord. I, I, I asked to meet with them. We went in the back office, prophesied to them. They were weeping and crying. I said, the Lord is going to turn your situation. The Lord turned the situation. They didn't leave, lose the building uh-huh. and it got up to about 200 members. But that happened just because of what you just talked about. Come on, man. So, okay. I really want people, let's hang out in the whole like, God dreams versus prophetic dreams camp for a little bit longer. Cause I really do want people to get the difference. Um, I don't know if there's more you can say towards that whole, I guess the differences between this. Cause obviously you did say, you know, like a prophetic dream is going to be more about like revealing mysteries, future, uh, future events, predictive elements to it. Like stock market is going to crash or things like that. But, um, I, I guess maybe we could just talk a little bit more about in in more in depth about the difference between those two yeah so i want to say that prophetic dreams are god dreams right they're just one dimension so dreams of warning dreams of instruction um i'm going to give an example my wife had a dream that i don't consider necessarily a prophetic dream but it was instructional and my the lord told my wife to tell our children or get our children to watch family matters family matters was a tv show that was on when i was I don't Steve know. Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel. Yeah. And she said, okay, Lord. So she starts playing Family Matters. They never heard of the show. They never heard of Urkel. 
all of my kids they love the show they just <laughs> loved it it's clean there's no yeah. crazy stuff there's no hidden messages mm -hmm. and i mean they just love the show and i guess there were some messages about life that they saw and learned from watching the show and they were all just going watching on their own i don't so it was totally the lord that to me is not necessarily a prophetic dream but it's more of an instructional dream whereas i've had those prophetic dreams where the lord uh would tell me look this is about to happen and this is how you need to respond to it and within a week the very thing happened and i was prepared for it and so i kind of say i kind of compartmentalize god dreams into different categories to help me better respond to them yeah so with um so, so with with a god dream let's say and maybe it could be a, a prophetic god dream how do you know when you're just supposed to intercede over it okay <laughs> when you're supposed to when it's an actual thing that's going to happen okay so that you could see something what i mean by that is you could see something and you're actually supposed to pray against it and invite maybe it's just for you maybe you're supposed to bring other people in to pray against this thing or it's something that god is letting you know hey this is going to happen and when this happens da 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 okay how do you know and then maybe it's something that's just for you and it, it it just so happens the kremlin is involved but it's actually symbolic of something else that god is trying to tell you okay. personally okay how do you know difference between these okay so that is a good question how to know when to intercede or when to get involved or speak on it that's the question right or when or if it is something for you specifically and it has nothing to do with the kremlin literally okay for example so. okay so i feel strongly that the dreams that you're supposed to intercede about after you have them you feel a burden to intercede mm. you feel a weight on you to pray you know there's been some dreams i've had about people's kids and when i wake up from it i'm just automatically i'm in that prayer posture mentally I'm the the tongues almost just flowing out of my mouth or I feel a heaviness upon me and it's not a sadness it's not a grief it's just like a heaviness to deal with that dream in the realm of the spirit and I know that I need to pray um typically if the Lord gives me a dream 5 a.m 6 a.m right before I'm about to wake up I know that those dreams have a little bit for me personally a little bit more importance than the ones I might get at 1 a.m 2 a.m and he wants it fresh on my mind because he knows when yeah. i get up i'm about to go into my time with him and so i bring those dreams right back before him because he was speaking to me about those dreams or whatever was in the dream for a reason right before my wake up prayer time um so those dreams you get right before you wake up oftentimes are the dreams that you need to intercede into and pray into not that the other ones aren't uh but those dreams are a little bit fresher and a little bit more weightier often um as well if the dreams are showing something where the enemy's trying to work the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy if you're seeing a church split if you're seeing a mayor oh this is a good one i just saw a really well-known ministry couple and the wife was talking to me in the dream and all of a sudden she started to cry and weep and say they were on the rocks and she don't know what to do and she never thought it would be this bad and I just had such a burden for three days to intercede and pray for this couple. And I just prayed and prayed and prayed. And I could reach out to them, but the Lord didn't tell me to reach out directly to them. I just felt my role was to intercede. Um, 
you know, because I had a burden on me about what I saw in the dream. So that's one of the ways I always look for. Do I feel a burden to pray? And if I see the enemy doing something, even if I don't have a burden, we are called to destroy the works of the enemy like Jesus. Let's get involved and let's take authority. Mm, yeah. And I would even say too, like there are times when I've had dreams and it's not even, and I don't know if DeMonte, you've had this, but for me, sometimes it like I've had a dream and I could tell I had like a full fledged dream, but I only remember the person ultimately what I, what's extracted from it is I just remember the person and I wake up and it's like, you're saying there's a, all of a sudden a burden to pray for them. And I might even have specifics on how to pray for them, but I don't remember the dream. It was almost like God used the dream. And maybe my mind was just like taking what God gave me and just creating a dream. I don't know, because it was just that like God needed it populated in my mind. So then when I woke up, I remembered the person and then he was like, okay, boom. And then he was able to tell me a burden, give me a burden for intercession over that person. So that's happened to me. That's look, Jeff, you're getting really deep. So you dream. Okay. I think you dream way. You're, you're, you say you're not an avid dreamer. I don't know. No, Jeff. I am an avid dreamer, oh, but are? I just haven't yeah. had international level dreams or anything. They're like coming. That. Yeah. They're coming. Yeah. So uh, pray for Putin. They're coming. Yeah. But I'm joking. <laughs> well, I'm not joking. But no, but really pray for it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. he need a lot of it right yeah. now. But anyway, um, I've had many of those dreams. I tell a person, I dreamed about you last night. They said, what was in the dream? I said, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I just remember you were in the dream. We were talking. You were doing something. And so two things. One, I think it is a burden to pray for them. And I really feel that when we get those dreams and we don't remember the elements, our subconscious remembers. Hmm. Our spirit man remembers. And when we pray in the spirit, in our Holy Spirit prayer language, tongues, however you want to call it. I think some of that information we receive from the Lord is translated back to the Lord without us knowing. Yeah. Sometimes too, the Lord doesn't want to tell everybody business. He just wants us to pray. We're praying for, you know, it says when you speak an unknown tongue, you're praying mysteries. You're praying about things that your mind don't even know about. And so I think Praying in the spirit when we intercede for people, especially in those situations where we don't remember what we saw, what the Lord's having us pray about is very important. Mm. Number two, I think sometimes prophetic downloads for the person come that way that God may have downloaded. It's like eating a scroll. You know, with the prophets in the Bible, they were told to eat a scroll and then they said to eat the scroll. Now you must prophesy to many people and many nations and you must bring the word of the Lord. You know, mm. I'm just using my Old Testament prophetic. Mm. Uh, a voice or something but <laughs> the words on the scroll went down into their spirit but when they were in situation with kings or nations or, or or governments or people or communities i believe when they had to prophesy those words were already written on the scroll of their spirit on their heart so i think sometimes we don't remember the information but here in our spirit it's recorded so we know what to do when we're in those situations yeah. without being told what to do yeah yeah absolutely i think that's great it's kind of like muscle memory in some ways like if you learn how to do something a lot and then like you don't quite remember you know you're like i don't know if i can do it and then you you end up still being able to it's like riding a bike for example yeah. you know it's like i haven't i haven't sat on a bike in a couple of years but i know once i get on one it's like oh i got this you know yeah. and yeah. so i wonder if it's kind of the same thing but in our spirit as well um but actually speaking of like spirit man, your spirit man remembers. Um, do you feel like there's a lot and maybe you have even scriptures to back this up 
um, or instances in the Bible um, of that God does a lot in us when we're asleep, even if we're not fully aware of it. Cause obviously you could remember a dream. I just, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Cause I've heard some people talk about it. I personally have not done any kind of a deep dive into that in scripture, but I just love to hear your thoughts. So that's another chapter in my book and the book, is, the wow. and I'm not just plugging the book. I'm just saying that's really something that I thought about and thought would be important for people to know about. Cause the subtitle is, understanding how God works while you sleep, hmm. not just how he speaks while you sleep, but how he works. And so one of the things I talk about is Job says, God speaks once he speaks twice. And then he speaks to man as he sleeps and he seals the matter. So there's some dreams that God will give us that are sealed in our spirit for the appointed time. Wow. And that's why you can remember that you dream but you won't remember what the dream was about or the elements or the content. And so also the Lord can do deep healing through the dreams. And it's not always for you to see what he's doing, but you know that he's done something. You know, I've had dreams where um, I've had an encounter with God or angels or whatever. And I knew they were doing something to heal me from disappointment, heal me from anxiety or worry or, or fatigue. I literally could feel some type of internal working take place. So there are works that God does as we're asleep mm. uh, that are often not revealed to our mind, but the Lord is bringing rest restoration, rejuvenation and regeneration spiritually, even naturally. By wow. spirit. Yeah. And to me, that's just so exciting. I, I, the more unknowns and the more like, cause once you grow in the Lord, you realize there's a lot you just don't know. And <laughs> to me, that's exciting. I think that's where like a lot of like the science world has gotten frustrated some Christians that are very logic based and try to really get stuck there, get frustrated because they want to know everything. I'm like, to me, we're dealing with God who's infinite and me who's not. And to me, that's an exciting thing. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love dreams so much is it's just like, God is, oh man, I just, I get so excited. Um, but something that I actually found really interesting and it's to what you're saying, Demonte is, um, you know, I've, I've, it's been well documented on here back in 2019. I had a bout with anxiety that I got went to the hospital because I thought I was having a heart attack, like all this stuff. And that was a big moment for me of God revealing uh, how much I don't, I, I didn't let go of certain things, control of certain things and, and managing stress. And there's a lot of different things, but I remember we were at the Elijah List conference. So this is now early 2020. So January of 2020. Uh, pre-COVID. Um, and this lady was helping out uh, with like the food area backstage and all of that. And, and she just, I'm walking by her and she just stops. She goes, Hey, and I've never met this lady before. And she's just like, gives me this word. She's like, God wants you to know that he can bring deliverance during the night season while you're sleeping. Ooh. And I was just like, I felt, I mean, when she said that, I just felt like boom, like God's presence, hardcore, because for me, DeMonte, a lot of it was like, that was the key. Like what, what God had her speak to me was the key because I had, I was starting to build up more anxiety as I was like wrestling through this. Cause I was like, I thought I have to do all this work now while I'm awake. I have to manage this and figure out how to do this differently. And realizing like God's grace was that he can actually bring a lot of that necessary healing and deliverance while I'm sleeping. And it brought so much peace to me to where it actually just expedited that process of healing and overcoming this and, 
and finding different ways to do, th- do stuff. So that's a perfect example. Can you speak a little bit more to that though? Of like, why is, why is that? Why does that happen? Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. My man is racing already as you yeah. told me. I just told, I don't know if you know Mondo, but I told Mondo, uh-huh. I said, Mondo gave me a word about just writing more and di- digging more into this topic. And I, I said already, I was praying, Lord gave me the second book already. And um, I want to talk to you about that because I want to include that in that material because people need to hear that. Because when you talk, now anxiety is major. You know how many pastors, how many business people, how many celebrities, how many army generals, how many people we look at as have achieved, deal with anxiety because of the responsibility of life. It's a common thing that we all deal with or have dealt with at different times. and Anxiety makes you restless. Would you agree? It makes oh, you yeah. restless, your mind, your body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So imagine God saying, while you're resting, I will deal with your restlessness. Yeah. Like the very opposite of anxiety is you sleeping and resting is the place where God yeah. says, I will bring deliverance to it. And you know what? The Bible says this. We labor for one thing, to enter into his rest. Mm. And when we enter into his rest, that is really the place where he does his greatest works. Look at Adam. He knocked him out. He woke up. Eve was there. He, he can't tell you how God made Eve. I mean, he can tell you, you know, he took Marib and a little bit, but he really can't tell you the details. Abraham, when the covenant was cut, he was knocked out. He was deep sleep. <laughs> so, I, you know, I can go on and on through all parts. Yeah, well, and Elijah, in his distress, the angel's like, hey, eat, take a nap. You know, yeah. how, how do you explain that you ate some angel food and now you're running for 40 days off of one meal? Right. I think that's yeah. why he was resting. And I really think that sometimes just resting says to God this. I don't have the power to do any of this, God. I'm turning it over to you. I'm going to take a nap and you work on it because the Bible says God never sleeps or slumber, mm-hmm. but we need to. Yeah. And so I think that natural rest correlates to the spiritual rest. That if you're not resting naturally, it, you're going to be off spiritually. Yeah. Because, you know, that's why they do sleep dep- deprivation. One of my friends, Richard Maples, he, uh, down in Florida, he was in Virginia. Years ago, I used to joke with him and I was going to write a book called The Power of Sleeping Prayer. And, <laughs> and I told him how so many times I would take a nap. And I had been praying and praying and praying, asking God for this revelation or for this answer, nothing. I'll take a nap, lay down on the couch, and it comes like that in a dream or in a moment of inspiration while I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. That's I'm, I'm getting more done while I'm sleeping yeah. than while I'm praying. Now, uh-huh. we need to pray, but I'm just saying it's such a powerful element, resting before the Lord and believing that even, as while, we're, even while we're resting, he doesn't sleep or slumber. He's working on our behalf. Mm. Well, and I think, too... And maybe it's just that we're tired, but I don't know that it's just that. Um, so, you know, you may go to bed being like, man, I'm like, this situation is bogging me down. And then I've, I've gone to sleep, try, you know, trying to like solve the problem. And then I go to sleep and I wake up and I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. This is the solution. Yeah. And then I just go do it. Like that's happened to me a lot. So yeah, I yes. can, I can yeah. confirm. And that, that's why there's an old saying, let me sleep on it. Yeah. 
You know, when people have made offers or open door, you know, like I get a lot of ministry open doors. I think in the last two days, probably six, seven, eight, I don't know. And it gets overwhelming. You know, most people are like, man, I wish I had the opportunity. Listen, <laughs> it can overwhelm you. You're just like, just don't call me. Don't email. Just leave me alone. You know, I just want to go have with Jesus. And you know what I had to do sometimes? I'm like, I prayed about it. I'm going to go to sleep. When I wake up, I'm going to have more of a clearer sense. Because I think what happens when you sleep, God also kind of, he does that filter thing. He pushes things that are more important to the top of your mind and things that are less important to the bottom. And when you wake up, you have a more clear space. That's why I don't like to make hasty decisions about major life stuff. Mm. I like to pray. I like to sleep on it. I like to take my time. And then you'll find some things that you're super excited about after three days of, of praying and resting. You're like, no, it's not even God mm -hmm. or vice versa. Yeah. 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 So um, really, I want to go back really quick um, to what was it? It was the, the the aspect of getting a dream. And I this is an important I think, thing to address. Uh, and it's people's hearts. Um, and I think that sometimes people maybe feel like they they're struggling with insignificance and the, the enemy is really bombarding them with feelings of insignificance. And so that every dream they get, they may actually have a, a gifting in this. Okay. But there are certain areas that have not been refined in them, but taking a dream and every single dream is this huge bombastic it has this epic meaning for the body of Christ and all these things. And there's a mishandling of the gifting, right? And there's also them believing lies from the enemy about you're not significant. And so they're feeding into that. And I don't know, I just, I, I, I'm not quite sure how to frame a question, but it's just something that popped into my head. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So I, I know you've what, experienced this. With, yes. Yeah. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Is when people blow something out of proportion. Yes. That's what it is. It's a legitimate dream. It's a legitimate word from the Lord. It's a legitimate vision. But now it becomes the all-encompassing, almighty, all-overarching revelation for the body of Christ. Everybody needs to see it, look at it, conform to it. So uh, Dr. Kim Black, um, who I think would be great for the show as well. Okay. She always says that one of the things that prophets and prophetic people struggle with is exaggeration. Because... <laughs> Having a grandiose revelation makes can make you feel important, can make you feel accomplished, can make you feel weighty or whatever you want to call it. And she said a lot of prophetic people have dealt with being misunderstood, rejected, alienated, isolated. And so they have to overcome sometimes exaggeration. Now, mm -hmm. I have several, well, quite a few sons and daughters. I've had to address this directly with a few of them. Just give what God's giving you. You've already are accepted. You already are loved. You already are embraced. You seeing a 12-foot angel is not going to make us love you anymore or thank you any more highly of you. And you're fabricating and exaggerating some of the stuff that you're experiencing. Mm. I've had those conversations with people. And at first they didn't like it, but after a while they appreciated it. And they said it was coming from these insecure in areas of feeling unfulfilled or how they felt about themselves or trauma. And so that is a very excellent question. And I think it's something we really don't discuss. Um, 
I haven't heard anybody interview me and discuss that question. And especially in the prophetic community, there are people that feel like they've been overlooked and neglected. And so when they get anything, all of a sudden they blow it up. And it may be just something for them and for their street or for their one church. And now it becomes a word for the body. Yeah. And please hear my heart, everybody. This is not a discouragement to not share. Um, I think that it's just really important to analyze. I mean, a prayer I pray all the time daily, I would say, DeMonte, it's from Psalm 139. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And that place of posture of humility towards the Lord, of allowing him to expose and unearth areas of our hearts. He's going to do them in dreams. You better believe it. He's going to do it while you're sleeping. You better believe it. While you're resting, you better believe it. But there's also things that we can work on personally and really analyze like, is my, are my motivations of the Lord in sharing this thing? Or is it my flesh that's trying to be fed in an area that only God can feed and actually wants to bring healing in? And I think it's a really important area to, to stop and address because um, I'm not making assumptions off of anybody who's listening to this. I just think it's really important that we do posture ourselves before the Lord in humility because, you know, it's like, yeah, I've seen people where every dream they get is for a, a nation or for, you know, this big leader, but none of these dreams are for them, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and I'm like, actually this dream is for you. And I've seen people and honestly, Dante, just full transparency, because that's how I am. I remember I used to assume that any dream I got had some larger significance and look, to be honest, what was told to me by my brother-in-law, who's really great with, uh, he has a real gift for dream interpretation. And he, he's, he actually told me, he's like, that dream is actually about you. And he told me the areas that it was about. I got upset. <laughs> I was like, no, no, it's not for me. It's for the, and then I realized as I just let the Holy Spirit speak to me that he was right. And I realized that a lot of the dreams I was having at the time were about me. God was still speaking. He was speaking to me and he was addressing things, course corrections or speaking into something in my life. And, and, and if we can posture ourselves in that place, then when I started to get dreams that were for other people, it's like, I knew, like yes. I knew that I knew that I knew. So. Yes. Yeah. So I would say this too. It's a prophetic learning curve, growth curve. Because I remember when I would get a revelation, I wanted people to know it. I want people to hear it. I wanted to get it out there. Look, God spoke to me. Can you believe God speaking to me? And now maybe I went too far on the other end of the spectrum. Just recently, I put a word out and I was about nine days late putting it out. And I said, if I email Julie and tell her I have a word, I'm going to get it to her within two days. I'm going to put my feet to the fire. I literally did that. I said, I already got this word. I've been sitting on it. You have it in two days because I knew I had to be accountable to getting that word. And I told my wife, I just said, you know, I got to get this word off me. Um, so now I struggle on the opposite end where I get these revelations and I'm being a little sluggish of getting them out. Where before I was gung ho to get them out because of the heart. You want people to know you got a revelation. You want to be relevant. And it's not always bad, but, you, you know, you want to contribute to the part. And now it's almost like, Lord, you're giving me something. Do I really even want to say anything? Uh -huh. <laughs> Let me just mind my business. But the Lord's like, no, I want you to get this word out. So it's, you know, that's what I love about the Lord is seeing how he changes us. We're, it's not just getting the dreams, the visions, the revelations. 
these things are changing us by mm. the spirit of the Lord over time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, man. Well, there's a lot more we could talk about, but Demonte, I want to give you some time to actually talk about your, your book. Um, if there's more in more pointed ways, it comes out on November 28th, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Okay. So we got a graphic right here. Boom. The supernatural dimensions of dreams. I've already been seeing people in the comments like, oh man, I need this book. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit more about it. Okay. Supernatural dimension of dreams. We're going to jump into why do you dream? How God has used dreams as a vehicle naturally, how he uses it to heal your soul, how he uses it to give you direction, instructions, answers, and revelations. And then also how he can supernaturally use dreams to impart gifts and graces into your life to upgrade and enhance your ministry, uh, your assignment, and your calling. That's really exciting. And so there are so many things that God can do with dreams. And as well, I give you some practical keys and instructions on how to remember your dreams. There are so many people say, well, I have dreams. I just struggle remembering them. We're going to help you overcome that with this book. And then as well, we're going to help you to learn how to archive your dreams. And there are some instructions and some prayers and decrees and some practical things you can do to activate your dream life. If you're not a dreamer, after you read this, you will be. And if you're already a dreamer, I believe this is going to help take you to that next dimension. Yeah. And it's supported by Dr. Jane Hammond yeah, um, on. of Dr. Jane. So I thank Dr. Jane for contributing to the pro uh, project as well. Mm, so good. So again, that is going to be released on November 28th. You guys can pre-order it. Uh, I believe you're just selling on, are you just selling on Amazon or are there other places you can get it? It's everywhere. It'll be yeah. Baker House, Lulu, Kobo, nice. Amazon, Walmart, in the stores, out the stores. Uh, I think the, the library in heaven has a copy. Yeah. That <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be everywhere. Baker House and Chosen uh, Publishing are really big. They put out a lot of really good authors. Uh, so it will be everywhere, everywhere. But Amazon is probably the easiest place to just go and grab it when it comes out. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody, there's a link that is going to be put in the description we got on it um, like a couple of minutes ago. So um, you can always just search it for yourself or it's going to be in the description. So you just go to the description under stuff we talked about. Boom. You can get it in yeah. your cart right away. DeMonte, I would actually love for you to pray for people um, as the Lord leads in regards to dreams. Yes. Father, I thank you that dreaming is for us all. Mm -hmm. I pray first for those that don't even know the Lord, don't even know Jesus, don't even know the Holy Spirit or the Bible, that you even give them dreams that will make God known. I think about those in Islamic countries, Lord, where the Lord has visited them and spoke to them that he is the Christ and Messiah. Visit people, God, in dreams. Speak mm -hmm. to them in dreams. Reveal yourself to them. Make yourself known. And then, Lord, make your purposes known. Make your calling known. I pray for those that are struggling to remember and recall their dreams, that the mm -hmm. Lord will remove every blockage, every blinder, and that you awake with a fresh, clear yes. memory of what God has downloaded it and downloaded and deposited in the night hours. Yes. And then I pray for those prophetic dreamers. Lord, give them interpretation. Give yes. them understanding. Let them be like Daniels and Josephs, oh God, that they will have the answers and solutions to that they can extract from the dream dimension by the Holy Spirit. And we pray this right now in Jesus' name. And I, I feel this prophetically. There's some people that God speaks to you in dreams, but you try to ignore it because when you were younger, you dealt with nightmares, mm -hmm. night terrors, and torments in the night. I decree now in Jesus' name 
that you will be freed from that bondage yes, and that the Lord would release his hand of peace over you mm -hmm. and that the dreams from God would rise to the top, rise to the surface, and you would never have fear again about God speaking mm -hmm. to you in the night in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And also, yeah, some people, uh, you need to go get a journal. And you need yes. to you see when you get a journal and you get a piece of paper or a, a pen or a pencil, that's an act of faith and saying, God, I'm, this is by my nightstand or a little thing of post-its or whatever. Uh, I, this is an act of faith and, and believing that God's going to give you dreams that you're going to be able to retain and then being obedient and writing them down. Yes. There we go. So DeMonte, how can people follow you? I said freedom for the nations, but you changed it to destiny for the nations. I don't know how long ago, right? Change it. Yes. To yes. Lord had us change it uh, early this year to destiny for the nations. Yeah. Just we entered into a new season, but listen, we yes. want to get people free and we want them to get into their destiny. Uh, so that website will actually get them to the destiny new website as well. I believe, I believe it points to the new yeah. URL, but uh, d4tnglobal.org. And then on at Instagram and Facebook at Demonte TV, they can reach me there. Awesome. Awesome. Demonte, thank you so much, man. I just have a wealth of experience and, and knowledge. I just love, and you're going to be on Elijah's dreams here soon, right? Uh oh, yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. I was just talking to Julie today and, and uh, I think it's next week. So next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So very exciting. You got a, a word that you released and we're going to be, uh, you and Steve are going to be talking about it. So really good stuff. Uh, DeMonte, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much and have yep. a blessed day. Absolutely. So everybody, that is our show. Have a blessed Monday. So everybody have a blessed Monday. Tune in tomorrow. We've got Ben Pauling, filmmaker Ben Pauling back. Those of you who remember right around when Sound of Freedom came out, we had him on. He's making a film with his brother called Dream. Um, he received a prophetic dream and it's an anti-human trafficking movie. Uh, so we're going to be talking more about that. He was a part of a uh, trafficking rescue. And so we're going to be talking a lot about that. Really amazing stuff, you guys. You do not want to miss this. It's tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, ElijahStreams.com slash donate is how you donate. Uh, keep this afloat at five days a week. We like that. We want that. Absolutely. And we're so appreciative of your guys' donations. And again, those also go into the water well efforts that we are doing uh, across the globe. So God bless you guys. And we'll see you tomorrow with Ben Pauling at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.